This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe List. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. No, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Here we go. There Hello, folks. We're recording. We're live. Live. from. we got to come up with a, pl- a name for the apartment. Well, I've been calling it the Out to Lunch Studios. Oh, wow. Is that too long? What do you mean you've been calling it that? I've never heard you say it once. Well, I say that on the phone with my agents. I'm, oh, I'm at the studio. Out to lunch. Oh, wow. And that's the name of my production company. Oh, I see. Yeah, but... I think we, it should be the Tuesday studio or something. I mean, we got to compromise yeah, yeah, here. Yeah, compromise. All right, let's think of something here. The Tuesday. What about we combine our corporations? The small lunch. What are you? I'm the small stuff. Small stuff. You could be the. We could be the. Uh, the lunch. Wait. What are you again? We could be lunch stuff. Lunch stuff studios. Lunch stuff studio. <laughs> I like hey. it. LSS. All right. That's the episode, folks. Yeah, Catch us you. more on the Patreon. Take it. We'll be in Nashville and uh, Oklahoma. And I'm gay. We're doing shorter episodes, folks. So get used to it. We're gonna do uh, two minute episodes from here on out. The Patreon will be nine hours each episode, but it's eleven bucks. Might want to sign per. up. Just telling you. <laughs> Um, hey, I don't know where to start. Folks, I mean, what the fuck? I got so much. Some episodes, we don't have much. I got to make up a story about my uncle fucking me in the ass on Wednesday. That, but, was, that was a great moth. Um, but uh, it's a butterfly now. <laughs> is that what turns into a butterfly? Or is it a caterpillar? Don't you get confused by that? Well, yeah, wait a minute. Moths and caterpillars both become butterflies or something. Wait, so it's a trans. I think so, but I don't know if you can say that anymore. Tranny? Wait, so it's a it's a tranny fly. I think a caterpillar becomes a moth, and then the moth becomes a butterfly. Is that that's a lot of transitioning? Hold on, I don't. I think you got one. One of those has to come out. Wait a minute. The caterpillar is the gayest, so that should come out. I thought the butterfly was pretty gay. Oh yeah, good point. Well, the caterpillar's got eyelashes, doesn't it? Or is that just a cartoon I saw that's once? Cartoon. Or okay. Maybe an acid trip. <laughs> um, I think we have to turn the tube off, by the way, because it distracts me. It hit, slides by. Hit the big remote, the big, the, the big one, the big one. All right, all the, right. The silver, and it's the green button on the top right. I'm grabbing my cock, folks. There you the go. The big one. It's green. Um, yeah, so your, your caterpillar's gay. So the moth is not a butterfly? That doesn't become a thing? <sighs> it's, it's the moth to a flame. I think a caterpillar does not become a butterfly. Those are two different. No, no, that does. You sure? Isn't there a cocoon? That was a movie. Isn't that the, a bumper sticker? Just when the caterpillar thought all hope was lost, he turned into a butterfly. Ah. Is that right, or am I fucking crazy? Wait a minute. I, a moth goes to a flame, so he's gay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to turn. You you babble. All right. Or all talk. Right. Either way. I'll talk. You know, babble's the tower that they had to get to to talk. I'm a big fan of origins. I know, but I think a lot of your origins are horseshit. Maybe. Well, the I, origin I, of that is. I'm uh, following the app. Origins. Hey, is the origin of horse food? Uh-huh. Shit, I meant. Uh, I'm Got a little it. spicy. Hold on. Uh, what am I looking up again? What turns into a butterfly? Yeah, where does a moth come in? Because I was quoting, I was commenting on the storytelling show. I think you got the joke, but I'm, that's for people at home. And then uh, now we don't know. A moth goes to a flame, and a caterpillar goes gay. I okay. can't remember. What do you got on One the One day, the caterpillar stops eating, hangs upside down from a twig or leaf, 
and spins itself. What's that? Call that a Bourdain. Oh, boy. All right. Dane Cook. And spins itself into a silky cocoon, Uh or it molts into a shiny chrysalis. Uh That's a good name for a girl or a boy. Or a stripper. Within its protective casing, the caterpillar radically transforms its body, eventually emerging as a butterfly or... A moth? A moth! Whoa! Look at that! All right, we know things. What a bummer to turn into a moth. He'd be like, damn it, I could have been a fucking butterfly. Yeah, well, maybe you want to be a moth, though, because, you know... uh, Do you? You get stuck in a bug zapper, you eat a a coat. But a butterfly has no... uh, it doesn't feel like it can go straight. It's a little wiggly. It's, it's like a drunk driver. <laughs> Remember that old uh, Carlin joke? I think it might have been about a bee. A mosquito? How do you know when a mosquito, uh, a butterfly farts? Yeah, a butterfly it farts. It goes in a straight it line. It flies straight for yes, a second, yes. and it does a little act out. Yeah. That's pretty fun. That's good. Good Good 60s comedy. I got to tell you, I think that was in the 90s. But, um, oh, boy. My... <laughs> My tongue just hit the microphone cover. Oh. Will you give it a try so we can be in this together? All right, hang on. This is like that time in my in third grade when I asked my friend to taste his own jizz. Yeah, third grade. Did. That's yeah. some early jizz. Wow, we, is that a sixth grader jizz? We were very advanced. Oh, it's not bad. Ah, it's funky. I just dumped tea on it and it turned into a mop. Oh, boy. I'm going to fly away. All right. Well, folks, you butter. Um, fly. Yeah, I like You butter. That's good. Butter face. <laughs> Folks, butter knife. I am fucking whacked out. I mean, oh, I am yeah. on loopy dupes. You just came from another continent. Another continent, another country, another island, and uh, I'm here. Original, original Boston, as uh, Rory was calling it. Oh, we'll yeah, get the, into that later. The Emerald Isle. Kelly from the Emerald Isle. Well, folks, I was in Ireland this morning. Wow. So right now, my time, it's, uh, I don't even know what time it is. It's it's 5.47 p.m. Monday Ooh. here, so it's 10.47 Dublin time. <whistles> and today was going to be the day that I finally convert to I'm on Irish time. Oh, yeah. And now I'm shot back here. Good for you. You beat it. You got ahead, you got ahead of it. I think so. I'm, I'm like, I'm a half a beat. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be dead tired at, like, 10.30 p.m. Oh, you're going to be hitting the wall. Well, I didn't sleep last night, because you always have that alarm clock just festering in your brain that yes, last night. Yes, yes. And here's the thing. I did the thing where I just accepted that I was going to be fucked up time-wise. So I stayed up every night till 4 in the morning wow. watching the Sox. I got the Red Sox on the MLB app, and they come on at 7, which is midnight that time. So right Whoa. when I come home from the party... I turned the Sox game on. I watched the whole game. How's the party sober in Ireland? That's got to be the hardest move in the biz. Well, I got to tell you, it was tough. I had some trouble this time. Not trouble. Good for you for hanging in. The troubles, but it is difficult there because the whole city is just based around drinking. That's the city. It's just a big pool of Guinness. If you've never been to Dublin, I mean, it's 100% pubs. I mean, everything is a pub. It's all pub. Everywhere. (laughs) All pub. Shaved pubs. And uh, it, it's all pubby. And also, it's not just pubs. It's like everything I'd love, everything I wanted out of a pub. Oh, it's yeah. Ira- it's Celtic music. It's yes. all the music I, I love so much. Luke Kelly and the Dubliners and the Pogues and all that That shit. Old, old wood with the beer soaked in it from... 1801, you know, I the mean, spiral staircase, the ugly bartender with one eye and a wart. I love it. I love it. It sounds like my dick. One oh, eye yeah. and a wart. <laughs> 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 but it's, it's my favorite <laughs> Your thing. Your dick's a pirate. And my, my God, that could be a good roast joke if we ever roast uh, again. Oh, yeah. Save it. I'm never going to roast again. Um, 
But it's just everything I want in life is standing around, telling stories, singing songs, telling jokes. Yes. That's the whole culture. It's where it's my people, you know. Oh, yeah, Campbell. And it's all co- that's got it's, it's all <laughs> cobblestone and old. There's a bar that's from like 1100. Oh, I mean, yeah. literally. I went there. A bar that was established in 1100. You got that right. It's fucking crazy talk. And so it's everything I want. And then on top of that. We're at the parties and stuff, the after party, and it's comics I know and I'm buddies with, but I don't have that deep connection. They're yes. like LA guy, Rory Scoville, Adam Clayton Holland, Michael Costa, all guys I've met and know and respect immensely and really enjoy their company. But you don't have, and like Sam J, Che is there, and uh, Fahim, Anwar. I'll Love talk about Fahim. all these guys. I mean, these are great, great people, great comics. But they're all boozing, you know? Oh, of course. And you know, I just know that's how you can make that connection. Is you do a shot. Hey, let's get a shot. Hey, I like right. this guy. This guy gets after it. And, and another one. You yeah. son of a bitch. Yep. You know, and you don't have that. You're just a fucking nerd in the back uh, blinking too hard. Oh, yeah. And uh, I'm trying to put in enough time where I'm like, all right, can I go just leave? Right. But then you hate yourself because you get back to the hotel and you're like, it's 1130. I'm in a foreign country. There's all these people I don't know. I yes. should be hanging out. The FOMO kicks in. Exactly. But still. But also, they're getting drunk. Like, Che, we had this conversation. I love Che, and he's the best. But he's drinking heavy, so, like, he starts getting closer and closer when people talk to you and they're uh-huh. drinking. And so, like, we're all, the whole group is, like, slowly moving. Yes. It's like when you're playing in the ocean, and you look up, and all of a sudden the lifeguard stands, like, 100 yards down. Right. You're like, we've drifted 300 yards. Yeah, and they're spitting on you. They're breathing on you. They're yelling in your ear. And you want to go, all right, all right. But when you're drunk with them, you're into it. And all the people that are drunk... And all, I'm meeting all the Irish comics and English comics, too, who are great, some Scottish comics as well, and that's fun, and I love those guys. But they're all boozed up, too. And then you realize, you're like, they don't realize, because they're drunk, I'm like, you're talking 100% of the time. Yeah. You're not aware of this. Yes. And then I think then I start thinking, I'm like, that's who I was. I was the worst. I hate my I hate my old self. I hate my new self. I don't I hate all the selves. Right. So it was difficult. Uh, but last night ended up being great, because uh, the last show is like, all the Americans left kind of on the same show. It was like Shane Torres. I forgot about Shane. He was there. He's great. Shane Torres, Adam Clayton Holland, Rory Scovel, and Costa were all on the same show, hosted by this gay guy, uh, Davey Riley. Mm-hmm. You ever meet him? No. Nice guy. Good guy. Funny guy. Sounds nice. Bunch of funny comics over there. And uh, so we're all hanging out in the back. I've got a couple Cubans. That's a nice way to get around it. You have a Cuban. Oh. Then you got a little oral fixation. You're getting a buzz on. And so we all smoked backstage, and that was great. But uh, so today... The travel, I'm just cooked out. Yeah, oh yeah, you're cooked. And I'll get into the rest later. But I had, we did roast battle, which we'll have to save oh, for later. I'll save boy. for later, or possibly another episode. I'll save as well. If you save, I'll save. All right, we'll, we'll both save. save for ice cream. And then maybe we'll save till after it comes out, or we'll give a little tease. Ooh, I don't know what a tea. I like a tease. It's gonna be on TV, folks. Hopefully, last time I got edited out. Don't tease me, bro. Did you get edited out last time too? You and Oots. I think we did. Yeah. Yeah, you and Oots, and me and Lisa. Which I'm fine with. By the way, that's the ideal situation. You get paid, and then it never airs. You're like, great. Exactly. See you later. It wasn't my finest owl. No, nor was it mine. Although I did have a fun moment where they, they did the roast. They went to the judges, and they're like, it seems like you're doing 100% fat jokes. And then we went to like the extra time, and I did another fat joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, the audience doesn't know them. That's the thing. A roast is meant for people who know you, who get you, who you're friends with. These roast battles... I want to write all this personal shit about the guy I'm roasting, and I go, oh, the audience doesn't know what that means. They don't know what that is. They don't know anything about the comedy world. So yeah, it's you can't tough. get you can't get deep in there and turn the knife. Yeah. So watch watch this season of roast battle, and then tweet nice things at it because I really I hate myself after this thing. Oh, dude, I'm I'm all shook up. Oh, oh, oh. oh. 
Gaby. Has that been used? A gay baby? That's in my act. Really? Gaby? Yeah, I talk about how I have no gaydar, but if you want to prove you have good gaydar, you got to point out a gay baby. Oh. And you go, that's a hell of a gaby. Oh, that's fine. And it's one of those jokes that always gets the gaby. They always repeat it. Right, right, know? a repeater. I love a repeater. I like a repeat. Repeat. <laughs> repeater uh, Griffin. Who's the famous Peter? There you go. I couldn't <laughs> even think of one Peter. I'm out of Parker. my mind here. Peter, uh, who's the actor? Sellers. Peter Sellers. He was big, big influ on a yeah. lot of folks. Dying is easy. Comedy is hard. I think that was him. I believe that was Geraldo. Sellers. <laughs> Yeah, one was the yeah. All right, I All gotta right. I gotta just get into this while we're jizzing here. Oh, okay, sorry. Wait, wait, were you going? Well, Ireland, Ireland. I think I'm going, but you go. Oh no, Cuban. You go, I'll come back. You blew a Cuban. I don't. <laughs> I wish. Cypress sounds Cuban. <laughs> um, it's hard to tell. He's not a good swimmer. I blew him. Uh, I mean, I don't even know where to start and end. So if you want to throw something in, I got uh, like an hour on Ireland here. All right, let me throw this in. Throw it uh, in and I'll suck it. This might be my last chance to get this in. Okay. So I go to Roast Battle. I go to L.A. on Friday. But that Tuesday, we did a pod on Monday. The next day, Tuesday. Yes. It's hot in New York City. It's it's boiling. It's humid out there. I got a show every week called Hot Soup at a... Which it was. It was at an Irish bar, and the AC was broken. Uh-huh. So it's like in Do the Right Thing, that movie, you know, where it's, it's summer in New York, and the crime goes way up, the hostility goes way up, the fucking fights go way up. Sure. So we're in this back room. It's packed with with comics, audience, the whole thing. There's no AC. It's blurry in there. You know what? It's so hot. There's like the wavy lines. Oh, you got wavy lines. We got waves. Wow. And uh, it's Katrina in there. So... Everybody goes up. I show up last. I run in. I'm doing 12 sets as usual. I run in. They go, you're on next. Watch out. The crowd's a little dicey. And I go, ah, blow me. So I go up, and I'm, I get them. I'm yelling at them, and I'm killing. And uh, I go into one joke, and it's working, but it's kind of like a Ooh, joke. Uh, and this lady goes, that's offensive. Oh, boy. And I go, what the hell? And, I, and I've had this a million times, so I just get on top of it immediately. I go, oh, will you shut the fuck up? Blow me, you skank, and all this. And I just start insulting her pretty brutally. And she goes, uh, one battery. Sorry. Oh, shit. All right. Should I Finish get... the story, right. and we'll change battery. We got right. one battery here. We got, battery. We got oh, no boy. Shelby. We're flying solo. We hate ourselves. I'm on the edge of my jizz. The battery nerves makes me nervous. All right, all right. I'll, well, get, a, I'll get a backup going. You get a backup. I'll back up. All right. Drug so, freeze. Put the crack up. So this lady is like, ah, sh- you know, hey, hey, uh, you're being offensive. And I go, shut up, you cunt. And I use the C word out of the gate. I'm, oh, I'm done with it. I've had boy. 18 sets. It's hot. I'm gay. I'm sick of it. Oh, boy. So then I keep going with my act, and she goes, the Me Too movement is bigger than you, Mark Normand. She knew my name. She knows your name. That scared me. Is she there every week? I think she is. Mm. And she and I go, what the fuck are you talking? And I just snap. And I'm a pretty, uh, res- I don't want to say reserved, but I'm a pretty, like, I don't show my colors kind of guy. Uh-huh. You know, I, I keep it. What do they call it? Gym? Close to the vest. Close to the vest. I would not describe you that way, but okay. Uh, well, you know, I'll fart on a, on a mannequin, and I'll pull my dick out on a toddler, but I, I don't like to show my true emotions. Anger. Anger. So I, I just fucking, it was like somebody just cracked a twig in my forehead. I just lost it. I saw red, and I go, you think you're a fucking hero? You're nothing. You're worthless. You want to help somebody? Go out there and help somebody. Go protest. Go march. You're barking up the wrong tree, you stupid idiot. You're nothing. You think you're Lena Dunham. You're shit. You're just a fat twat. And I just fucking <laughs> oh, lost geez. it. And I, I, she was four feet away from me. She was sitting at the bar. Oh, And I just lost God. it on her. I'm like, you're nothing. You're worthless. You have no idea. You're way out of your element. I'm not the bad guy. I'm telling jokes. And then this other lady 
in the middle of the room starts piping up. Oh, and she, she piped. And she goes, you're the problem, not her. You're, and I go, why am I the problem? I'm telling jokes at a comedy show that you came to. You're the problem. You're interrupting me. And, and you she, produced the show. And I produced. It's your show. And we had men, women, black, gay, Jew, handicap, Asian, queef, whatever. We had them all on the show. Who was the handicap? Uh, what's that guy? <laughs> well, I don't know. If you count autism as a handicap, the whole show is a handicap. <laughs> so, so now I'm now I got a twofer here. It's a threesome with these cunts, and I'm just going back. I was like, "You're a twad. You're a cunt. You don't know anything either." And then here's the here's the beauty of it. I'm winning. I, I'm I'm making good points as well as calling them fat and ugly, which oh, felt good. Fun. So I go. What is your problem? These are jokes. You guys are idiots. And they go, these jokes are offensive. And I go, who cares? Grow up, you know, sack up, be an adult, learn how to (laughs) take it. And then I go, look, if if there's a movie where a woman gets raped, do you yell at the director? Do you yell at that writer? And they were like, well, that's different. I was like, yeah, yeah. He's making reality. I'm I'm humor. This is all humor. You're idiots. This this is an act. And uh, this guy, they keep yelling at me. And this guy goes, will you two shut up? And I love this one. They go, you see, you're sicking your men on us. (laughs) What's Sicking like, your men. I don't even know this guy. He's just trying to enjoy a fucking show that you're ruining. They yes. don't even see that. They're so they're such narcissists. Ugh. And so I just fucking lose it. And it was a it was a melee. And the whole thing I have it I have it all on tape. So I think I'm gonna put it on the Patreon. Put it on the Patreon. I will put on the whole thing lasts like four minutes, which doesn't sound like that long, but that's a lot of fighting time. That is a lot. That's longer than a round in boxing. Aha. Uh-huh. Yes. And and it's like a late night set almost of of just pure vitriolic fervor. Put it on the Patreon. Patreon's going up to $75 a day. Yes. How do you like that? So I'll put the whole set on there just so you know I'm not blowing hot air up your cunt here because this was a, this was a, a, a brouhaha. Wow. A bloodbath. So, yes. And so then I'm, I'm winning. And, I, and this, this is when I knew I won the whole thing. The girl goes, well, if you're a professional comic, you should be able to take it. And I'm just thinking in my head, like, I am taking it. I'm, I'm, I'm taking it pretty well. I'm, I'm busting your ass. I'm right. winning. This is me taking it. This is me handling it. Yes. I am handling it. And you're also going to continue to be a comedian. Yes. Later that night, the next night, and the next night. Exactly. It's not like you're like, Bleh, and like we've been knocked out of the business. Right. <laughs> I'm like, I have a gig tomorrow. Yeah, I didn't fall off the stage. Uh, yeah. I'm still here. And I, I hate that argument because it's like, yeah, I, I am handling it, but it's like, a cop, part of his job, he gets shot at. It doesn't mean he likes it. Yeah. It doesn't mean he won't shoot back. You should be able to handle this. Yeah. What do you mean you got shot in the face? Exactly. You fucking loser. So I'm ha- I'm, I am handling it. I am taking it. And uh, and I just told him, I was like, don't come back here. Get out. You don't get comedy. You don't know what this is. And, and then one of the guys in the back goes, one of the comics, I don't want to say his name, he goes, were they mad when you were making fun of other groups or just women? And I go, it was just the women because they're narcissists. That's all they care about. And, and it it. I got off stage like a huge applause, and the audience was on my side, and then like four women on the sidewalk, I just bolted out of there. I couldn't handle it. And I, I bolted out of there, and the, the g- women on the side were like, we're so sorry about them. They're idiots. We hate them. We thought you were funny. We saw your Tonight Show. We came out to da 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 So there is justice. If you, if, you, if you don't put up with these people's shit, I think you'll be okay. You can't give in. If I would have been like, I'm sorry, what were you mad about? Let's talk about it. Th- that's out. Those right. days are over. Well, they're not reasonable people. They're not reasonable. These particular people. Yes. I'm not talking about women. These no, no. two, These uh, two unreasonable skanks. assholes. Yes. Yeah. yes. Now, did you see them after the show? No, I just got off stage and I walked right out the door and then right out the bar. Like Elvis. Yes. I died on the toilet. 
So uh, I talked to you know I talked to Alan about it. He's like, yeah, you know these people exist. There, you can't do anything about it. You just can't worry about it. I'm like, yeah, but they're ruining comedy. They're coming to shows and they're 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 terrorists. Yeah, they're frustrating. Yeah, here's so. the thing: they're not ruining it, comedy. We're doing great. I get they ruined that show. They ruined the show. They're trying to ruin comedy. Yes. They really are. What? It's a small group, too. It is, but what do they think they're doing? What do they think? I'm going to go back to my room and, oh, thanks to these women, I'm going to stop uh, raping this child in my apartment. Like, who gives? You're not helping anything. Right. I'm not going to change my ways, and, and they know that. They they just want to pat themselves on the back for that moment. Yeah, That's all they, it is. I don't know. They, it goes viral. I don't know. What the fuck? I, what's the end game? Oh, you got me, lady. I'll just quit doing the, my favorite thing. It's just a strange uh, thing, not to mention all the, the, the people that you bring joy to. Exactly. The it, 99% who enjoys it. Yes. Maybe uh, less than that, but you know what I mean. But 99% of the people listening. Right, right. I mean, yeah. probably less than 99%, but still. Yeah, like I did the Tonight Show, and I, I talked about this, I talked about that, and I did one joke about me wetting the bed, and one guy wrote, like, love the set. I thought the bedwetting stuff was a little uh, offensive to people who wet the bed and could be in- considered insensitive, and it's like... What the hell are you doing, man? I want to take this guy and wring his fucking neck. Like, are you kidding? It happened to me. It's my reality. It's my life. Let me deal with it the way I deal with it. No, it's it's silly, but it, it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. It's like well, I don't understand. The days of just not enjoying something have have gone. Right. You have to write about it and send a thing. I think we talked about this before. I'm like, reality TV shows. I think are the worst. Like, Desperate Housewives is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. It's destroying the fabric of our society. It's gross. It's shit. It's, it's absolute shit. There's no art. But I don't write to Bravo and be like, this needs to be taken down. Right. I just don't put the channel on fucking Bravo. Exactly. It doesn't. I hate commercials, so I mute them. Right. I don't email fucking Downey and be like, hey, fuck your paper towels, you fucking losers. That's why I think there's something more behind this. Th- these people, that when I kept yelling at that girl, I was like, who hurt you? What, what's going on? What did your dad do to you? What, did your uncle touch you? Because I think they have a weird thing against men. Mm. I think they hate men, actually, and they're trying to spin it. It's like the gay guy who actually who hates gays, but he's actually gay. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, these faggots come in here and do this and that. We got to kill them. They're going against God. God hates fags. And then they go and blow some guy in an alleyway. It's right. like, you're the problem. So I she think... blows a guy. Huh? She's going to blow a guy. Well, blow me. Yes, blow. That would be fun. I just don't. Uh, I think there's a there's a very uh, thin line. I think a lot of this really flips when you put the the when you shine a bright light on it. You can see that a lot of this is actually on the other side. Right. That makes sense. Well, I think it also it, it brings value. People, I think people yeah. feel like, um, you know, it's a hard time and it's a bad time and Trump and all the business and that you you want to do something. And so they think in their mind, these people are like, I did something tonight. I stopped a man from telling his joke that I found uh, reprehensible or whatever. So they feel like they're out there doing something. But in reality, they're just ruining a show. They're actually not seeing that they're ruining fun. Like all these other people are trying to take a break from everything. Yes. And you've ruined that. Now it's just another fight. This is what they see on Twitter and on Facebook and on the news. And now you've brought that front and center. I was trying to get away from that. Right. And now I'm just watching another fucking confrontation between two fucking unreasonable women and a reasonable guy. I know. It's a tunnel vision. That's all. They don't. They didn't see that the show was ruined. They didn't see that everybody was mad at them. They just saw, yeah, I'm doing justice. I'm f- stopping this straight white male, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they think they're a hero, but uh, they're, they're not. Yeah, that was another thing. She goes, you're a white man with a microphone. And I was like, so what does that mean? I shouldn't do comedy? 
I, I should I just kill myself now? I can't do anything. I can't walk around. I can't have a, a hope, a dream. I'm a white guy. Like, and then I did this whole thing. I'm like, you're just judging me by my race, color, and sexual orientation. You're doing all the things you rally against. Exactly. You're a hypocrite. No, it's crazy. Why? What does your race have to do with exactly. it? Exactly. It's also just pointing out things. It's like being like, you're a human with tits and a chair. It right. doesn't make sense. Like, so what yeah. are we just naming things? I, I know. I don't understand it. I'm, I'm not holding anybody back. I'm just trying to... I'm, I'm at a bar show. All my all my black friends doing comedy are killing it. You know? <laughs> but that's a whole other TV show. But uh, yeah, I just... I don't know. It's like they had the woke handbook. They just kept yelling out all the things that you've heard. You know, like, black lives matter, and you're a straight white male, and women me too, and time up it's like you don't even know what you're saying anymore you're just spilling out all this bullshit you've heard on twitter yeah it's very strange to go to the gender you're just a man yeah. like, well, all right what do you want me to do right yeah there's a woman hosting the show i had to follow a lady i, I mean i don't know what to do here should i not do stand-up i don't get the rules but that wouldn't be sad that's that i mean that's we've talked about this before too i'm like i don't understand what the end game is right so what would she be happy with you doing I what think, do you have to do? Do I you have think, to leave comedy? You can't speak anymore? I think I'm just supposed to like kiss her ass and uh, bow down and be like, yes, you're right, I'm a white man. I'm sorry about everything uh, the people with the same skin color of me have done. And uh, yeah, and then just be like, here, you know, I'll, I'll hold your sign at the next rally. Now, what was the joke in question? Uh, It'd be that, hilarious if you told me, and I was like, Jesus Christ. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, let's see. I told a joke about how I went to the Women's March, uh-huh. and I said... Uh, I don't want to, you know, give away my material here, but I said, um, yeah, I went to the Women's March. It was really cool, although I, I got to say, I haven't heard the word pussy yelled that much since that time I rollerbladed to high school. Yeah, I remember that joke. And that's a dig on me. Right. And, I, you know, okay, I'm talking about the march, but, like, I did hear the word pussy a lot. Grabbed by the pussy, pussy, pussy. Of course, pussy yes. power, pussy parade, whatever. And then I did a whole joke about um, uh, you shouldn't objectify women, but let's not pretend that women don't want to be pretty. Right. You know, I've never heard a woman say, you never tell me I'm interesting anymore. Mm. And okay, say what you will if that's offensive, but I'm just saying what I've seen. I'm just saying what I what's out there, what I've observed. And uh, that was the joke. Yeah. And, and it, it's a joke. And it's a joke. And it, if you think it's wrong, great. If you think it's right, I hope you laughed. But uh, I'm not trying to hurt anybody. Nope. And are we in a time now where we can't joke about certain groups? I mean, well, if women is one of the groups you can't joke about, that's going to put us all in a lot of trouble. We're fucked. And I then, think they're like 52% of people. Yeah, Michelle Wolf's out of a job. Yeah. So. And um, I got a lot of wife stuff. You got a lot of wife stuff. There's a zillion men and women are different, and uh, women do this and men do that. So. Yeah, I don't know. I just I had to had to get that off my uh, taint there, and I I just like to get to the bottom of this. And luckily, you talk. I you know I talked to Nikki Glaser, I talked to Michelle Wolf, I talked to all these women, and they're like, oh, fuck them, don't don't worry about it. But it's like it's just getting a frustrating. It's getting annoying. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, Wolf gets it too. I mean, for yeah, her Wolf jokes and stuff, and on Twitter, like these these groups come after her, the uh, these certain feminist groups come after her and everything. It's just one of those things that you just another thing you have to deal with now in comedy is people yeah. are gonna interrupt and yell and get offended. <laughs> and you just gotta go. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. I know it just it's so Pavlovian. It's so like triggery, uh, predictable bullshit. It's just like you know, a black woman goes up. So this white man did this, and then you're like, yeah, yeah, that's funny. And then if a white guy goes up and goes, so a black woman did they go, why does she have to be black? Like, well, why did he have to be white? It's all part of the story. I'm just painting a picture. It's descriptive. Right. And it's just like you can be, you can joke about Republican, but you can't joke about fat girl. You can you can joke about frat guy, but you can't joke about 
Asian do. It's like, what the fuck? This, wh- why is one thing better than that? I don't, I don't get the, the, the numbers there and what, what works and what doesn't. And It's all a power struggle at the end of the day. It's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, and it makes me want to not deal with any of it. I'd rather just go, uh, all right, never mind. I'll just talk about my Aunt Betty. I know, but I don't want to give in. she's a woman, in. too. So I don't, don't want to give in to these kooks. No, I know. It's just, uh, it's... I think you just got to do your own comedy, put it out there, and hopefully the right people find it. Yeah. It's, uh, it's very frustrating. It's just frustrating getting interrupted. You're trying to do a joke. Yes, yes. I dealt with a similar thing at uh, Rosebud, but I want to talk about that later. All right. I, I'll yeah, talk I'm about just that trying later. to do my job. I'm, that's my, I'm a professional comedian. I'm just trying to tell jokes on a stage that you came to. Yes. <sighs> well, that's the thing that's frustrating. It's like we said. It's like, and it's been said many times, many ways. Merry Christmas. Uh you're here. How's that song go? Though it's been said many, many times, times, many ways. Merry Christmas. Christmas. Oh, it was Merry Christmas, yeah. To you. To you. Um, not Merry Christmas to them. Fucking no. shitty ha- Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Yeah, I hope you get fired right before Christmas. Yes. Get a lump are. of coal. Yeah. Kwanzaa. Um, I never really got the two weeks you have a diamond. I don't really get it because it's uh-huh. pressure. It's tight. What's that now? Ferris Bueller, if you stuck a lump of coal up his ass in two weeks, you'd have a diamond. I yeah. guess coal turns to a diamond. Because he's wound up tight. Shit. He's a tight ass. Right. I just don't. Under, I didn't know that. I don't know the origin of diamonds. Oh, it's it's a science joke. I mean, I, I like I've put together from the joke that coal becomes sure, a diamond. But it's a lot of math. I just didn't know that as a kid. So I was like, I don't even get I, it. Yeah, I'd ask my mom what that meant as well. And even getting it, I'm like, I don't think I'd like it. I don't, I don't care for it either, but it's the 80s. It's delivered really well, though. It's one of those jokes, like, a lot of times people have, they'll deliver something. I don't even get it, but the way they said it, I'm like, that's hilarious. That movie really sculpted uh, what I thought being cool was. Yeah. I mean, I, I said before, I'll say it again. I've spent my whole life trying to be Ferris Bueller. Same. And, and ended up as Cameron Frey. Roger Ebert said it's one of his favorite movies of all time. Oh, wow. How about that? Big uh, fan of the Ebert. Uh, you know, it's funny. I've been watch, I watched all day. I've been spending on the airplane watching Roger Ebert. Uh, on Charlie Rose. Oh. Speaking of uh, me too. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, right. <laughs> which is so weird because like he keeps like he keeps saying like it's it's, it's, like, it's like wokey things a bunch to the interview, and he's like, and don't forget actresses, oh. Roger, who's like some of the best actresses. Interesting. And Roger, by the way, was woke back in the nineties. Roger oh, Ebert, yeah. black wife. Yeah, super woke. Um, he was like they were talking about. He was quoting some guy. And he's like, when a man goes to a movie, a man needs to be in the movie. He's like, of course, that's a very sexist comment. In my mind, I was like, well, I don't think that's even sexy. I think he's just saying he's using man as in, like, mankind. Right, right. Like, Neil Armstrong isn't, like, one small step for man and man only, you dumb horse. Like, I think he was saying man is short for mankind. I think you're right. I believe. I don't know. But now we're off on a fucking other thing. Well, he's dead now. Thank God. They're both dead. Yeah, how weird is that, huh? They deserved it. What if they killed each other, like, subconsciously? Maybe. Probably not. Nah. (laughs) Uh, Most likely not. He lost his jaw. It was a real situation. Oh, I saw the movie. It was a flapper. Yeah, I love uh, love Ebert. Thumbs up there, Raj. Sorry about your jaw. Hope you're up there fucking some whores before your wife dies. Um, but see, this is the thing. We're making fun of Roger Ebert's cancerous jaw, flappy face, but we love him. Yeah. That's, the, that's what the people can't get. They're like, how can you say that about Jews? Because it's a joke. I'm a comedian. I'm trying to get a laugh out of these idiots. Also, yell at the audience if, if, you, if you got a problem with these jokes. They're dying. 
They're, uh, they're loving it. Yell at them. It's a whole kooky situation, and I don't got any answers. All right. You know, it's just wackadoo. All right. How are we doing on that battery? We're, we're hanging in there because it started out as full three-bar battery, and now we're down to uno. We skipped deuce. But does it blink when it's zero? Does it still it, it, work? It's going to have a zilch in the in the space. <laughs> okay, I've had that in my asshole, a zilch. His yeah, the was, negative uh, space. Robert. Um, Robert Zilch. He had a big dick. Robert Zilch changed his name to Bob Dylan, and... Uh, the rest is history. Robert Zilcherman. All right, I got. I got to get back in the groove here. Right, I was all so hot and bothered earlier. And now I'm all. Uh, I feel bad. I want to give you a hug and no, kiss I'm your good. feet and I'm, suck your dick. I vented. I got it out, and and a, enough people apologize and patted me on the asshole. And I'm back. All right. So tell me about the Great White Way. Uh, well, uh, Canada. Canada. Um, this is the Green Isle, Emerald Isle. Well, so anyways, my travel has been bananas. So I did the roast battle. Yes. But that was kind of last minute. I already had Dublin booked. So in the last week. One week ago today was Monday. We were shot. We recorded on Sunday night, our first ever Sunday night oh, recording. That, that's right. Yes, at the other studio. Oh, in the Comedy Cellar. Yes. So then Monday morning, I, I mean, I'll, I guess I'll just get into this travel. It's going to be, I know travel stories are annoying and people have tweeted at us, but I got some doozies here. I can't wait. So I had to go to L.A. on Monday, shoot Roast Battle Tuesday, and then Wednesday I was flying from Los Angeles to New York then six-hour layover, then Ooh. flying from New York to Dublin. Back-to-back, uh. back, six and a half hour flights, uh. three in four days, and then one today. So four in seven days. Uh. I've spent 27 hours on airplanes, and that's just on the airplane. Uh. That doesn't count the fucking security. And in Ireland, for whatever fucking reason, it's double security. You go through American security and Dublin security. Oh, my it's God. It's double shoes off, double computer out, double finger fuck. Double mint gum. It's a whole thing over there. Double yeah. D, bra. Debbie does Dallas. My mother's gay. Uh, yeah, that's a horrible porn. So that was like the go-to porn for a long time. Debbie does Dallas. Did you ever see it? I owned it. So I you owned, saw it? I owned it. Yeah, I watched it. I never saw it. I, I, just, tell you, I didn't own it and not watch it. I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, you never know. It was a... I'd like to be sure. Maybe you just jerk off to the cover. That's true. The cover wasn't bad. Back in those days, I mean, you could just have a VHS box. You could be like, you keep the cassette. Just give me the box, baby, because I'm dying over yeah, here. Yeah, I'll just on a box. I've come on a Sears catalog 380 times. Sure. I can't even open it. I <laughs> I'm under the men model. Um, I'm jerking off to a tricycle with a dragon on it. <laughs> so anyways. A trike. Uh, um... Woo, baby. Wee. We're back. Yeah, I'm sweating over here. I'm having the time of my life. It's good to be back stateside and grounded in America. Because I had the, the time, time of my life. another mag. All right, so you're in the great anal. Uh, so I, I, I already forgot where I was. So I had the L.A. Oh, the L.A. flight, then six, LA, 27 hours. Then the Dublin. The layover. Dick. So the flight out. Monday, we're doing roast battle Tuesday, Sarah and I. Monday, we're flying out to Los Angeles. We got like an 11 o'clock flight, I think it is, or something like that. That's a.m. Yeah, 11 o'clock flight. And then Comedy Central is picking us up and driving us. So they send us, they want you there early. They want to make sure you're early, yeah. of course, because it's their ass. Sure. So we get picked up at 8.30 in the morning for an 11.30 flight. That's what it was. We take the car all the way to JFK. We get right through security, TSA pre-check, lick my own balls. We're through at like nine. Yeah. We sit down, and right when we sit down, Sarah gets a text on her phone, flight canceled. Oh, in the 
the airport. Two hours before the flight. I never even heard of this. Oh. Just a two hour early. We're already there. Canceled. Aye, aye, aye. So then I call my manager. I go, I go, Chris, it's, it's fucking my flight's canceled. The next flight's sold out. I don't know what to do. Yeah. And he goes, well, I just emailed them, but they're in L.A. It's five o'clock in the morning out there. Uh-huh. So I go, well, now we're fucked. So we go up to the counter, and the lady is like, listen, I don't know what to do for you right now because we got this other flight. We're trying to, they're trying to board the 10 a.m. flight, and everyone's showing up now. And then all of a sudden, she gets a text, flight's back on. Whoa. And she goes, oh, okay. The I've flight, never seen that. I've never seen that in my life. No. Ten minutes later, I'm on the phone with my manager. I go, oh, flight's back on. No sweat. Forget I ever called. Go back to bed. I'm gay. Yeah. Hang up the phone. Five minutes later, flight canceled. What the it's dick? It's going kooky and haywire. Who's this? Fuck what? American Airlines. Who's Take this flight? American Airlines, pull your asshole as wide as it can go and stick a ton of dicks in there and yes. let them all come until you puke because you stink. Yeah. I'm a Delta man, and I should have, as soon as they sent me the flight, said, hey, no, I'm a Delta boy. Same. All right, give me a Delta or I'm not going to do your dumb roast battle. What time was the flight? I'm sorry. It's like an 11:30 flight, I believe. Not but we're there at 8:30 or something okay, like that. Okay, okay. So we get there, and now it's back on. It's back off. So we go up to the thing. Sarah gets another text, and I'm not getting the text because I don't have American shit. I'm a Delta boy. <laughs> oh, you got Japanese. Delta's calling me, going, "Hey, what are you doing over there with American?" I'm going, "I'm sorry, it was my it wasn't my idea." Us. So then we go over to the fucking the lady there who's supposed to help. The help chick. And not a helpful lady. They rarely are. Bunch of other people are upset. And she goes, yeah, you've all been moved. Because as soon as they cancel the flight, they move us to 9.30 p.m. Sarah's like, I've been moved to the 9.30 p.m. But the flight now is back on. But now they've moved her to the 9.30 p.m. Whoa. So she's on the wrong flight now. And I'm like, no, no, we want to be on the 11. It says, well, it says here you moved to the 930. And she's like, no, I never confirmed that. I never asked for that. Yes. And I go, you got to get me back on this flight. Get us our seats back. And we're flying first class because it's fucking Comedy Central. You got the, the, the money. So it's not canceled. You just got moved. No, it was canceled, then back on, then canceled, then I back see. on. But when, as soon see. as they cancel it, they disperse everybody to later flights. Ah. So they're like, hey, you're on this flight. And I I'm like, see. I never fucking moved. You canceled it. You moved me. Right. Fucking show me your nipples. Yes, nips now. <laughs> nips now. That no, there's a German. hashtag. Um, what did you said? Sounds German. Ah. Nips now. <laughs> wunderbar. Yeah, yavol. Nips now would be wunderbar. I've been, I haven't seen nips since 84. I'll I saw Rory Scovels, but that I'll was a whole show you one right now. All right. Just one. Ooh, that's a dick. Yep, oh, that's a little dick. So, Shooting uh, milk. So then I talk to him, and finally Sarah gets a text going, okay, I'm back on the 1130. So I go, great. She goes and sits down. I talk to the lady, and the lady keeps doing this. I'm not doing nothing. I ain't doing nothing until the flight goes back. Because she's like, if I move you, and then it gets canceled again, you're not. You're going to be mad at me. Yeah. So she's literally putting her hands in the air saying, I'm not doing nothing. Ah. And I'm like, how is that acceptable? What do you mean you're not doing nothing? Right. I'm on the wrong flight. My wife's over here. I'm over there. My, my feet hurt. Yeah, that's Ladies, a kook. So finally, it's back on, and I, we sit down. And I said this to Sarah. I said, "There's no way that's the end of this. This yeah. thing is gonna keep going." <laughs> so then the flight gets delayed to noon. Not bad. Not bad. An hour. So we go. What the fuck? We've been here since fucking eight thirty already. Can we get a voucher for these kids? Dude, I don't even know where to get going on this. I email them for vouchers. No voucher. They hate me. Jeez, American. They know I'm not loyal. That's why. And I think. I, there's a lot more to this story to unwind here. I got an eyelash in my eyeball. It's these, sticking straight out of my pupil. These hoes ain't loyal. So then, 
it goes noon, then it says 12.15, and now I already know. I know how they do it. They do those rolling delays. Yes. 12.15, 12.45, 12.15. They keep doing that shit. They move the gate four times. Oh, my God. We now gate 30. So we all pack up our shit and move down. Now it's back to that. They move four different gate moves. They canceled it twice, put it back on twice. What? Delayed it five times. I swear to God, I was talking to the pilot. He's like, this is insane. He's like, believe me. He's like, we're not, we're not enjoying this either. It was some sort of um, wardrobe malfunction. Whatever the wardrobe? Fuck you call it. <laughs> whatever it's called. This is Diana Ross? Whatever, whatever you call it. The. Uh, 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 the, 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 the mechanical. Mechanical, yes. Yes. Which, by the way, is their fault. And can I just say this to everybody out there? The people, I only got two this time. Sometimes you get more. The uh-huh. people that tweet at you and go, they take the fucking airline side, fucking take oh, a fucking hot fucking flaming poker and stick it inside of your dick hole. I don't understand it. Like, I'll, if people tweet, I'll, this happened before, I'll tweet uh-huh. about, oh, yeah, my fucking American sucks, the delay. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it's Americans' fault it's delayed. Why don't you blame the... So you're taking the, the multi-billion dollar corporation side on this one. Yeah. And it's equipment, so it is their fault. If uh-huh. it's weather, it's one thing. It's God, suck your dick. It's, it's fucking... It's, they're mechanical. They're supposed to take care of this shit. Yes. Who is it supposed to be on? And this is what bothered me. So they kept moving it. Then finally, we get... It's like 4 o'clock is the flight now. We finally get on the airplane... We taxi for 45 minutes. Uh, the guy comes on and goes, folks, it's just not our day. Oh boy. They didn't pack the luggage right. Oh. We have to go back and fix the luggage. What? From that moment, it's another an hour and 10 minutes before we leave. Oh. Six and a half full hours of delays because they didn't put the luggage in right. Mechanical. We changed four times. Nobody was helpful. Everybody moved us off our seats. I've, I've never experienced anything worse than this. And here's the problem with these corporations. It's never been more evident. There's no accountability. Yeah. Because it's not us. Yeah, I'm it's a, I'm it's a, nobody's fault. I'm a flight attendant. What up? Ex- sorry. It's ex- not my fault. Exactly. I'm a, a lady exactly. behind the desk. I'm a pilot. That's why it's infuriating. I just booked the ticket, sir. You're yelling at me. And I go, yes, but you are representing you're yeah. the representative. She's right. like, I'm. At, this is annoying for me, too. Everyone's mad. I'm like, of course we're mad. You keep moving everybody. We have work. We right. have flights. People People have connections. People are missing out on their fucking bar mitzvahs and their yes. bachelor parties and their, what do you call the thing when you get married? The, the honeymoon. Wedding. Oh, yeah. Can yeah. I do that as a, as a straight white male? Hey, hey, I didn't do anything. I'm just the representative. I'm just wearing the uniform. Ah. But no, I still get yelled at. It's very frustrating. And then you talk to the pilot. Hey, I just fly the plane. I'm just waiting to do the thing. But that's the very basis of a corporation. Yes. It's nobody's fault. If a 16-year-old girl gets raped behind the fryer later, well, we're not. We The manager doesn't know. He just booked this. We're just McDonald's. You can't sue a person. There's no right. person. You're wearing a name tag, fucker. So this is nobody's fault. It's just this blank little eagle. Right. It's a little bird with a little AA around it going, oh, it's American. Yep. It makes me fucking crazy. No accountability, and there's no one to get angry at, so I tweeted at them. They messaged me, and they go, well, we apologize. We did the best we can. Uh. I'm like, how about a voucher? Then we finally take off. After six and a half hours of delays, it costs 16 bucks for three hours of internet. What? It's fucking 16 I'm like, can you just cover our thing? They go, that's booked through an outside company. Uh. We're not, we don't have the authority to give you internet. I'm like, fuck your mother. Just tell me the code, you twat. They just, they got your ankles up and they're just plowing you as yes, hard as they can. They're coming me, on baby. your back. No reach around. I hate it. 
So we lost the whole day in L.A. I was going to meet up with Chris Walsh and Sabina and her and her friend, Sarah's friends, and we're going to go out the thing. It's all gone. All gone. So now we're exhausted, the whole fucking thing. And then we did the roast battle. I'll get into that another day. Yeah. I want to go back to Ireland here. Please. So today, I'm wait, wait, flying back. Let, let's get the timeline for the folks. So you went to L.A. That'll happen in L.A. That was on Monday. You, that was on Monday. You get to L.A. You do the roast battle Tuesday. Then Wednesday, you go to Ireland. And Wednesday... We got up 5.30. I mean, this is crazy oh, talk. Oh, well, hey, hey, let's hear this. So 5.30 a.m. pickup. And when you're going west to east, you're losing time. You so got you got to get right. up early. You're losing hair. So now it's a 5.30 a.m. pickup. But by the time roast battle was done, after party, we go to the diner. We go to fucking Highway 101, whatever the fucking swingers diner there is. We all have eats. Then we come back. You know, we got to make love. We, we chat about the whole thing. Jeff Ross was crazy. You were great. I was great. Your nipples are weird. My dicks hurt. Sure. Crooked. By the time we do that, it's two o'clock in the morning. Now we got, and then you got an hour of not sleeping. You're just staring at the ceiling going, I should have said that. What if I had said this? Oh, dude. He said that. What if I said that? What, that whole thing. Story of my jizz. So then we wake up 5.30 a.m. So now I've slept for about two hours. 5.30 a.m. pickup. Now you're driving through the traffic, LAX, that whole thing. Now security again. All oh. the shit we just did two days ago. Back on American Airlines. Now, I get back to American Airlines. Sarah and I are at 10D, 10F, which is next to each other. Yeah. Because of those big seats. It's those lie-down seats, which I have oh, to say. Unreal. Which I will say this. I did keep saying that during the Monday delay. I was like, of all the people on this plane, we have it the best. Yes. We have nothing to do tonight. We have no, uh, what do you call it, layover. No trans- connection. Connection. Thank you. We have Butterfly. no connector. And we have fucking business class laydown seats. Yeah, those and seats we're together. are bananas. Yeah. So it's like, we do have it the best of anybody on here. Oh, I feel yeah. for everyone else. That was a good moment to be like, you know, gratitude. And, and when those people walked through to go to take a shit, they give you a look. Oh, they don't like us. Woo, they hate you. So then we're supposed to be next to each other on the way back. We get to LAX. I'm all excited. Now, I'm not going to see my wife for a few days because as soon as we land, she's going that way and I got to go to Ireland. So we get there. I check in. My seat, all of a sudden, I'm 6A. Uh-oh. She's in her 10F. Uh-oh. I'm supposed to be 10D next to her. Interesting. What the fuck happened? I get up there. I go, excuse me, uh, as you can see, my reservation says 10D. And she goes, no, we have you in 6A. I believe, I suspect that the person I was fucking messaging with on oh. Twitter, they gave me the old, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Maybe they were trying to help. They bumped you up. No, no, it's the same section, just opposite my wife. Uh huh. They moved me to a different seat. Six to How ten else, to six. What else could it have happened? They moved me up, but away from my wife. I'm right. with my wife. All now right. I'm in bed with some fat guy. <laughs> I've been there. I, I got, <laughs> he got harveyed. And he ch- he chose the same film. We're sitting here watching. We're sitting having breakfast in bed. <laughs> I got eggs. He's got eggs. We got one blanket between the two of us. We're both watching High Fidelity, and I'm holding his hand. <laughs> that doesn't sound so bad. I'm rubbing his foot. I'm looking back, man. She's got a dude, too. We both got a dude. You got two dudes. Yeah, she's got some sexy, like, brown-skinned, uh, like, Mediterranean fellow oh, with, like, black, shit. slick hair. He's got that the big nose, but in a good way, you know? Oh, I hate the good way, big nose. <laughs> she got Adrian Brody. <laughs> she's got Brody back there. Oh. Oh, and you got uh, I got fucking, fucking Tom Segura or somebody. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm dying up here. But I think they did the switcheroo. It's they can do stories. whatever they want, these airlines. Yeah. They just went all of a sudden. I go, and I, again, 
I can't get an answer. I email my manager. I go, what's going on here? He's like, I'll ask uh, Erica, the, the producer. And I'm getting... Producer? The, the Carmen oh, Central yeah, lady. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, right. But I'm like, what the fuck does she care? She doesn't know. No. What, what does she care if I'm with my wife? You're She's, off. You're out of her uh, jurisdiction. Exactly. <laughs> no jurisdiction. <laughs> you're on a plane now. She's done with your ass. I'm juris pussy. Yes. She's got a new show. Now that you're flying in. The jury's out. Yeah, I'm out. I'm dead. And so the lady at the desk is going, I can ask these guys, but I don't know. So then she pages wow. them. They never answer. They're in the booth of the wow. fucking you got the lounge. You got rooked. They rooked me. And I know it's because I was tweeting at them saying, hey, you fat cunts. How about some free internet? Yes. And they said, how about 6C, you fucking piece of shit? <laughs> How'd you like to spoon a fucking CEO? You got six dicks up your caboose. <laughs> I wish. But anyway, so then I land. And then I decide, now I got a weird decision to make. Because I got like five and a half hours till my flight. But I'm like, do I go home or do I sit at the airport? Yeah, you could have gone home. You're living 20 minutes from LaGuardia. I did. That was my decision. Well, on a good day, I'm 35 minutes. But we got a car waiting for us because it's Comedy Central. So they pick us up in like an oh. SUV. So I said, I'm going to ride with Sarah. Ooh. We get in. I hit Google Maps 54 minutes ah. because of traffic. We landed at 5 p.m. or whatever. You should have hit it before you left. What do you mean? Should have hit Google Maps, see where, you know. Well, it still was worth it. Here's the thing. When you're that road weary and the delays and the delays and the plane, even being home for 45 minutes is worth it. I Just agree. Just to take your shit, lay in your couch and be like, I'm home. Take a shit, pack your sh- a new set of clothing, take out old clothing. I get it. So here's, that's what I did, too. I unpacked some stuff and then added some different stuff. I got some fresh clothes in there. Because even two days in L.A., it's a TV shoot and everything's folded, the whole oh, thing. Oh, yeah, I got it. So I'm home for, like, literally 55 minutes. Okay. Then I get in a lift and go straight back in the opposite way. Yeah. Same traffic I was looking at. It's an uh, hour in each way because it's JFK. Yeah. So it's like New York God. City, the traffic either direction. So I sat in two hours of traffic, one hour each way. Yes. Just to go home for 55 minutes. Right. Now I'm back at the airport again. Same fucking airport. Yeah. I was just at LAX Damn. and JFK same day. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm queefing here. Oh. I'm, I feel for you. I'm cringing. My asshole's bleeding over this story. I, I've been there. Queefs in my face, come in my eyelids. Finally, I get on that plane. Andrew Short is on my flight. Oh, he's cute. Great guy. Sam J is on my flight. She's in first class. I'm down in fucking, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Coach? Ah, Cobra. Business. Comfort. Delta Comfort. Comfort, which is okay, but it's it's better than regular, but it's like three inches better. You get a snack. Yeah, you get a snack and fucking. Did mother. you get a meal? Yeah, you get a meal. All, All those right. internationals, you get a meal, which is nice. That's teeny. nice. Teeny meal. <laughs> Yeah, it's a teeny meal. And then, so now, the flight lands in Dublin at like 9.30 a.m., and the hotel is not available till 3 p.m. Duh. Now, I come put, on. I put in for an early checkout, so I mean, early check-in. They called me at the phone at 1.30 p.m. You got the, uh, the international gay? What's that mean? Plan? Oh, yeah, 10 bucks a day. Not bad. Not bad. Totally worth it. Thank you, Verizon. I love these corporations. They're very good to you. Yeah. So then, I finally get... To a bed. Now it's been a full fucking 22 hours or whatever, but I don't want to go to bed because I'm jet lagged, so I just fight through it, go out, do the first show. Is an 800-seater opening for Tommy Tiernan in Dublin. What'd you do all day? You got there at 9.30 Watch, I got a Cuban. I sat Ooh. in St. Stephen's Green Park, which is kind of like their Central Park. Sandwich or cigar? Sandwich. Okay. So I was sitting there, and then I find them like, you know what? And then you start getting like second wins. Like your body like starts going, yes. all right, let's fucking, we got to get it going. What yes. are we going to do, die? And you got that Ireland 
vibe running through you. I'm yeah. home, baby. I'm well, at my, you, my Africa. Once you drop off the bag, you're kind of like, all right, I'm in a, that's my favorite thing in the world is to be in a new country. Yes. The freedom of getting that, rid of that bag, and now, you're just, now I'm just on foot. Oh, yeah. It feels good. And the nice thing is it's a city that I know pretty well. I've spent, at this point, when I arrived, five days of my life there, or six days of my life and there. And it's a tiny postage stamp of a city. Yeah, it's pretty small. And then, like, you're really spending time in South Dublin. So it's pretty, like, like the main cities, you know, a couple oh, yeah. miles, whatever. So I went and got a Cuban. I'm sitting in St. Stephen's Green. And I finally lay down. I'm like, it's not so bad. I got here. All I have to do is stay awake for another nine hours. I'm smoking my cigar. And then I realize, of course, everything seems great. Uh-oh. And then some fucking hooligan comes uh, up. Oh, fuck. So- he actually had a soccer jersey and a backwards mesh hat. Uh-huh. And then, like, high socks. Like, he looked like he came from a soccer match. Okay. And he- I watch him enter the park, and he's Uh-oh. walking straight for me. I can tell, but you can tell when someone's off. Oh, he's a miss. Yes, and I'm having a cigar, so he walks straight up to me, and he crouches down like a catcher. And now I realize I'm like, fuck, I'm in the most vulnerable position. I'm literally sitting like I'm posing for a Michelangelo painting. I got oh, my legs no. crossed. Leaning on one elbow, smoking. Uh-oh. And he's, you know, crouching over me. He's like, hey, mate, can I get a couple bucks, a couple dollars, whatever oh, the fuck, euro, whatever the Jesus. fuck he said. And I was like, I don't have a dollar on me, which I didn't. I had zero cash on me. And he's like, oh, yeah, you don't have a dollar on you. That's a nice cigar. Where'd you get your cigar? Oh, boy. And I was like, ah, oh, the store over here. He's like, expensive, huh? But oh, it's expensive. Oh, jeez. He's like, Habana, it's expensive. And I was like, uh, I should have said it was a gift, is what I should have said. And I was like, not too bad. He's like, how much did it cost? Oh, who is this fucking and limey? Now, keep in mind, my heart is pounding because I'm so vol. I'm laying in the grass. There's no, I can't do anything. Oh, I thought you were on a bench. No, no, I'm laying in the grass. Oh, that is vulnerable. Yes. So then he says, uh, what? I was like, that's about 15 bucks. He's like, yeah, 15 bucks. 15 fucking bucks. What, are you on holiday? Holiday, oh, I hate and you're this from mix. America. He's like, you're from America, and I was like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, now my heart's. I'm like looking around. It's daytime, so there's people walking around, but wow. still, you're like, fuck. And he's like, yeah, you fucking bloke, muck. And he got up and like walked around. And then I watched him. He started like, v v lining, b lining, b He started b lining like a butterfly farting to right to everybody. He's he's like he's a shuckster. This is his uh-huh. thing. So he's doing it, but I got away unscathed. You know, it's, again, it's one in the afternoon. And it's crowded, but it was so nerve wracking. You're like. It's enough to just spoil the whole day. I'm like, now I got to stand up. What if he comes back here? What if there's more like him? Right. So now I'm walking around smoking. I can't even fucking lay down and have a nice cigar. Oh, my God. Wow. He's a grifter. He was a grifter. And then I finish my cigar. I go. I'm like, I'm going to go get a McDonald's. I'm just starving. I don't feel like sitting. I have no money. I'm grimy. I'm not going to go to a restaurant. So I go to fucking McDonald's. Irish restaurant. The American Embassy. Yeah, so I'm sitting there. Then I order my food, and they're really nice there because they're, you know, it's Ireland or whatever. Yeah, yeah. They don't have our shitty customer service. Right. So I, I, I'm standing there waiting, and then this crazy nerd, imagine me with acne, worse teeth, and fat, and oh. a little sweaty. I don't know if I want to. No, it's not pleasant. So he walks up to me, and this kid's like this. You know, you have better reception if you took the case off your phone. Oh, boy. And I went, uh, okay. He's like, try it. Try it. Take your case off your phone. <laughs> What's up with these mix? I go, yeah, no, I'm good, thanks. It's working just fine. I appreciate it. He's like, okay. And then he just stands there. Now, this guy, I'm not so nervous because I'm standing. I'm in public. And I could, if I punched this guy, his head would go rolling off. Sure. He's like, he's obsessed with Wookiees, this guy. He beats yes. off to, you know, job of the hut. <laughs> so, so then he goes, after like a minute of just, not a minute, that's crazy, like 10 seconds of just standing, he said the thing at the piece. I go back to my phone because I'm like, this guy's a nut and I'm not too worried about him. Yeah. And then he goes, are you in the queue? Which is the line. 
The who? The Q. You in the queue. That's oh, the line. The I thought, queue. I thought you were saying that's the line, meaning like that's the the, the that's the trigger. No, no, no. <laughs> Get to the line. Can you rest? Uh, no, that means line there. So I was like, no, no, I already ordered. And he's like, oh. And then the poor guy, like he thought I was in line, but I was just waiting for my food, which uh-huh. I thought I was making clear because I was facing the opposite direction of the register. Yes. If you're in line... You face the register. Everyone knows that. Sure. So I turned my body to make sure no one knew it. And I was leaning against the wall. So I was like, I'm not in line. I'm over here leaning on the wall like fucking Fonzie. Yeah, yeah. So then like as he was telling me about my dumb phone case, like three people got in line. He had to like go to the back because uh, he wanted to ask me about my phone case. Exactamundo. So then I get my food. This is the last part of this. I go over to like, <laughs> I find a, uh, there's like a Mick Cafe in the McDonald's, which is like the coffee place. I'm familiar. The only seat left is at the cafe. So I'm like the one guy eating a double quarter pounder while they're all drinking coffee. Then I see old nerdy pants. He emerges with his food, yeah. and it's full. And I'm like, fuck, I hope this guy doesn't see me. And he sees a booth with just one guy, Asian guy. Uh-huh. And he, I just see him go, can I sit here too? Ooh. And then he sits down, and he just reaches out and like shakes the kid's hand. And I'm like, that, that, that guy's dead or their best friend somewhere. Yeah. I get the hell out of there. That poor Asian's got his own problems now. Yeah, he's fucked, so... What's up with these gingers? What's going on in this town? It's a wacky town, and I'll tell you, Dublin on a Saturday night is the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. I mean, it's bananas. It's one of those things you leave the festival, you walk out, and you just go, I got to get a cat. This is. Oh, yeah. I mean, people. It's uh, hooligans. You think you're going to get knocked out every turn. It's it's, wild, like ravenous people hooting and hollering. Unbelievable. And they roughhouse hard. Like these, like four guys, like literally, I'm not joking, hitting each other with trash cans. They each had their own trash can. Wow. That's that's waste management. One's like pushing the other one into the train tracks. He's like, come on, mate, you're going to get by a train. And they're like, oh, Jackie, you fuck. I'm like, this is horrifying. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. And I grew up in Boston. It's like Boston yeah. double. It's yes, like it's Dublin. Dublin. It's the, yeah, it's like I grew a, up in New Orleans. It's the same. It's it's wild down there. And it's in Dublin. I was like, damn, these kids are rowdy. I mean, it was uh, the craziest thing I've ever seen. But I, I mean, I feel like I got to tease the rest of Ireland. This is just yeah. the travel. Oh, is that right? There's more to Ireland? I mean, I haven't gotten into the festival. Oh, my God. I got stories and what festival a- and then roast battle we didn't even get into. Yes. What a LA. great podcast this is. Great pod. Wild one. But let me just say this. I'll, Please. I'll, I'll close by saying this la- one thing about. I won't interrupt. Uh, there's one thing about. Please do. All right, I'll let's get to the show. Really good point. Um, there's one last thing about Dublin. Last night, Sunday night, closing night, final set. Rory Scovel. Uh huh. We've talked about him. You've seen him. We've talked about him. We know him. We're big, buddies. Big fans. This guy put on the best stand-up comedy show I've seen. I can't even like think of when. Come on. Louie, it's tough because I watched the whole thing develop, so I right. saw it a million times. Right. and I was in the... This guy went up. I saw him three different times in three nights in a row. Didn't do one joke the same. Did everything different. Oh, my God. Fucking improvising. He did a char- Last night, he did a character, like this kind of gayish, Scottish thing, uh, Irish that would go into Scottish and English. It was like a one-man show improv... It was magical. Wow. I was so glad that it's not taped or for a special or anything. It was a small group. It was probably like 100 people, a bunch of comics in the back. At one point, he had the guy turn the lights off and mm. turn the reverb up. He was doing some crazy characters. Wow. He was screaming at one person. Some people hated it. Some people loved it. It was a special, special performance where I was literally in the middle of it. You know, you have those moments where you're like, something special is happening right oh, now, and dude. I'm glad I'm part of it. 
30 episodes ago, maybe, I'm ballparking. I talked about how great he was. I saw him do an hour in Atlanta. I talked about how great it was and how amazing it was. I'm glad you got to witness it because the only way I can describe it, because you can't describe it to people. They don't get it. No. There's a feeling in the room. There's an energy in the air. He's so good. It feels like you're smoking weed with 12 of your friends, and it's 4 in the morning, and you're peak high, and you're all keeled over holding your stomach laughing at one guy. Yeah. That's Rory. It's amazing because it's not just like a lot of comics you watch. You're like, I got to get better. I got to get right. I got to write. I got to go listen to some set. It's not even inspiring. Yeah. You're like, oh, this guy's doing a different thing that's, altogether. That's a great way to put it. It's ama- It's like the last night of the fe- where everyone's like, okay, let's go. Come on, guys. The Stones are coming on. Yes. Everybody get together. They're going to go fucking play Exile on Main Street or whatever the fuck. But even that, it's because it was like it was like genre bending. I don't even know what the fuck uh-huh. he's doing. Ah, genre bending. It was bananas, and I was ho- not just like, oh, that's great. That's funny. I'm like fucking holding my stomach laughing. Then this point where you're just like sad that you're like, I'll never be this kind of I performer. Know, I know. So he's so in it. He's so in character. And also just a gentleman's gentleman. Just the Sweet sweetest guy, good dad, and... Uh, Hell of a husband. Good, good man, and a great hang too. Just funny and uh, and sweet. But like, what a performance! Go see him, and then watch his specials or his Conans or whatever. But it's one of those things. It's so special you can't even capture it. Can't capture. No capture. So uh, go see Royer School. But he's one of the the best comics there is. I mean, yeah. maybe the best. And it's uh, he's different, and there's nobody like him. Complete original. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Does he do? Does he tour? I don't even think he tours. I think he tried. I think he's, you know, he had the movie and uh, he yeah. was great in the movie too. I think he does a lot of Atlanta. I mean, he just did the Dublin thing, but I felt lucky. One show he did, he just held the stool the whole time. He's like, I'm going to bring the stool out. So there's a stool out there. And then right before he went on, he's like, what if I just held this the whole time? Yeah. Never put it down. And we were like, oh, yeah, whatever. He did 25 minutes just holding the stool, which actually <laughs> takes quite a bit of strength. Yeah, yeah. And he had his beer on it. He was drinking his beer off of the stool, oh, but still doing God. his act. He's got this joke about whale cum that is like one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Unbelievable performer, extraordinary, I would say, and I felt privileged to be working with him. And then, like, I came backstage, I was like shaking. I'm like, that yeah. was crazy, man. Right, right. I'm like, this guy's my friend. He's my equal. He's my uh, peer. Uh huh. But after watching the performance, I'm like, I don't. I'm like uncomfortable with you. Yeah, he's a pro. He's he's on another level. But pro, like, you and I are pro. He's right. like a fucking. Savant. I don't know what he is. Savant. I don't yeah, know what the hell he's doing. I, but. I don't know. He's a special guy. I hope he hears this because we we both love him. I, I I was moved by him, and he's one of those guys where you go, I got to make some changes. Yeah, when you watch him, but you you can't do what he does. It's impossible. Yeah, he's like Robin Williams. If Robin Williams made sense and was funny, yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> and didn't kill himself. Um, but yeah, so good. Big fan. Uh, where are you gonna be, boy? This is a great pod. And the next one's gonna be great too. We we are holding on to stuff, folks. That's how much juice we got. Yeah, it was a wild one. Uh oh. Uh oh. Is that dead? Oh, no, we're good. Oh, no, we're over an hour. It switched. I thought all of a sudden that was oh, the minute. Oh, no, no. Freaked but out. We should wrap it up because of the battery. All right, I'm in Hartford this weekend. Come to that if you can. Funny bone. Yeah, yeah. But next Thursday, folks, next Thursday, come Parlor Live in Bellevue, Washington, Seattle. Folks, please, I'm begging you. Buy your tickets. It's between the two Pearl Jam shows. If you're traveling for Pearl Jam, if you just live there, if you fucking hate Pearl Jam, come to Bellevue Thursday, August 9th. Get your fucking tickets. I want to have it be a fun one. Come on out. Chipotle gift cards, that whole thing. The week after that, Hyenas in Dallas, August 16, 17, 18. After that, Albany, Funny Bone, the 23rd, 24th, and 25th. 
Huntsville, Alabama. Is anybody down there? Do we have any Tuesdays in Huntsville? It'd be nice. Come to that, September 6, 7, 8. And then Buffalo, back to Buffalo, where I recorded the album. Haven't been there since the album recording. Matt Wayne is featuring. I can't wait for that. That's September 13, 14, and 15, the weekend after that. Hilarity is in Cleveland. The Sox are in town that weekend. Come back. Please get your tickets in advance. These are all on my website, Comedian Joe List, Buffalo Helium. Hilarities in Man, Cleveland, Huntsville. Great, great uh, gigs you got coming Hyenas, up. Hyenas, Bellevue. I'm excited. Bellevue, Washington, that one's important. Come to that. I did a solo Lonely Queef in Dublin at like fucking 3 in the morning. Check out the Patreon. It's getting big. It's getting better. Yes. Mark, tell them your business. All right. Good stuff. Uh, I'll make this quick. This weekend, I'm at Zaney's in Tennessee, one of my favorite cities as Nashville. I love this club. Friday, Saturday night, two shows a night. That's going to be a hot weekend. Come on out to that. Tell some Tuesdays. Then I'm in New Orleans, hometown hero at One-Eyed Jack's, and I'm going to Lafayette and doing the worst beer hall. I know it sounds Ooh. weird, but uh, that's what it's called. Then I'm at the Funny Bone Hartford following this lanky douche. Then I'm at the Funny Bone Omaha. Great room. It's during some football thing. Somebody tweeted, you're getting fucked by football, so I don't know what that means. Then uh, Side Splitters in Tampa, Florida. Love this club. Love that town. That's in uh, early September. Then I'm at Hyenas, once again, following the fatty there. That's in Dallas. Then Gotham Comedy Club, New York City. Come to that. That's big. Hometown. Come on out. Long Island, Jersey, upstate. Westchester is the best Chester. Whatever you got. Stress Factory. Probably horrible booking time because now I'll be in Jersey right after that. Terrible. Duh. Routing there, Boy, Hillary. Gotta, we got to work on these guys. Yeah. Then I'm in Uncle Vinny's, which is also Jeez, in New Jersey, Point Christ. Pleasant. So I'm all spread out in the Northeast. Come on out. Funny Go Bone. Go to Gotham. Cincinnati. Funny Bone. Sorry, Chris Allen. Couldn't get him to feature there. Funny Bone in Cincinnati. Liberty Township, whatever the hell you want to call it. Then Rumors in Winnipeg. That one's going to hurt. Uh, but Monopoly. I love, love the club. Then uh, Laughs in Seattle. And then uh, some other shit. So come on out. Laugh Boston. Zany Chicago. We got a lot of Tuesdays in Chicago. Skyline in Appleton, Wisconsin. Pittsburgh Improv. You heard it here first, folks. Yell at Chipotle. We should have a black card by now. It's a hell of a pod. Tell your but friends. But we don't, so bring the gift cards. Bring the gift cards. He's he's on Netflix. Check him out. Like my Tonight Show set. Like his set. Boys. Voice counts. Buy Patreon. our album. Patreon. Patreon. <laughs> Get on it. We're gay. We gotta stop. We gotta lose uh, the recording. Blow your mothers. See your father in hell. And AIDS. Uh, AIDS. ISIS is real. So much AIDS.